Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Being so wonderful. Thank you for being so faithful. Thank you for being so good. Thank you for being so true. My God, he's my main man. He's my main thing. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you for miracle signs and wonders. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for fresh grace. Thank you for a fresh wind blowing. Thank you for a fresh anointing. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you, Lord God. Come on, magnify the Lord with me. Magnify the Lord with me. Magnify. Lord God, we magnify you. Lord God, we magnify you. Come on, magnify the Lord with me. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord God. We bless your holy name. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you, Lord God. 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 Thank you, Lord God. You are so faithful, Lord God. You are so faithful, Lord God. You are so faithful. Oh, my God. Talk to the Lord about his faithfulness. Thank him for his faithfulness. My God, he has not left you. He has not forsaken you. He is not a God that he should lie. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for keeping me from danger seen and unseen. My God. I glorify your name. I glorify your name. I glorify your name. I glorify your name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a wonderful counselor. Thank you, Father God. You are mighty and strong. Thank you, Lord God, for always having my back. Oh, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for always having my back. My God, you always have my back. My God, thank you for always having my back. Thank you for being my rear guard. Thank you for going before me. My God, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord God. My God, I glorify you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, we lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God. 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 Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your love, my God. Thank you for how well you love us. Thank you for the activities of my lambs, my God. Thank you, I'm clothed in my right mind. Thank you for providing a way of escape when I'm, my God, caught up in my mess, my God. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for fresh grace. Thank you 
for fresh mercy. Thank you for how well you love me. Thank you for how you consider me. Thank you for your faithfulness. 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 My God, I thank you for your faithfulness. My God, I thank you for your faithfulness. Oh, my God, I thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord God. Thank you for how good you are, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for how good you are, Lord God. My God, we bind every spirit of deception. Anything that would try to come against this devotional, we cancel that assignment right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for this appointed time with you. We thank you, Lord God, that we open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. You know the plans that you have for us. I thank you, Lord God. Your plans are to prosper us for our welfare. My God, to give us a future, Lord God. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your grace. Yeah, just thank him for his faithfulness, y'all. Thank you for your grace. My God. My God. Even when people, come on now. My God. Even when people are not faithful, come on now. Even when people disappoint you, my God. My God. That's what he's been teaching me lately. Lakeisha, bring me all your disappointments. (laughs) Lakeisha, bring me all, all your disappointment. Every time you get disappointed in a circumstance, every time you get disappointed in a person, my God, every time you feel discouraged, every time you feel overwhelmed, I need you to bring me all your disappointments. Ooh, I need you to lay it on the line. I need you to talk to me about you, how you're feeling. I don't want you plugged up. My God. I don't want you clogged up. I don't want your heart to get clogged up. I don't want you to pretend like everything is always all good in your life. And it's not. Come on, y'all. Right? Come on now. Bring me your disappointments. Talk to me about where you're disappointing. Talk to me about where you're hurting. Talk to me about where you're confused. Talk to me about where you are right now. My God. My God. So you know what I do? I do just that. I said, Lord, I was disappointed by this. Or I was disappointed by that. Or this person hurt me. Or I don't like how that went down. Ooh, my God. And then y'all know how I feel. I got an accountability partner who pulls me. I'm like, look, well, I got a couple people I'm accountable, accountable to. Let me bring you my disappointment. My God. My God, it's not that we don't get disappointment, disappointed. It's not that we don't get hurt. It's not that we're not overwhelmed. It's not that we're not consumed. You just bring out your disappointments. Sometimes you're disappointed in yourself. Sometimes you're disappointed in yourself. Sometimes you get disappointed in actions and things that you've done and things. Come on now, Lord, like just bring it to him. Father, I thank you. My God, that you're able to receive the full capacity of where I am in life. My God, and that you never shun me. Come on now. That you never shun me. You're not a God that's going to shun me. You already know me. You already created me. My God, so every place where I hurt, every place where I'm disappointed, every place 
where I'm overwhelmed, every place where I've been confused. Oh, my God. Lord God, I'm going to bring it to you. Oh, I'm going to bring it to you. And then I'm just going to know that you know what's best for me. Ooh. Come on, y'all. I'm going to know. I'm going to let you know. I know you know what's best for me. That's how you receive the grace. Come on now. That's how you receive. You, the, you, you don't receive the grace by your list of strengths. Ooh, come on, y'all. My God. You don't receive the grace by how strong you are. Oh, my. That dumb boom. That's not how you receive the grace. Paul said, Ooh, Jesus. Thank you for Paul. Paul said, in my weakest moment. Paul said in my weakest moments, in my greatest disappointments, when I'm so overwhelmed, when I'm so confused, my God, when when it looks like the sickness and the disease is not moving, when it looks like my friends have failed me, my God, my God, Paul said, no, his grace, my, 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 my. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We tap into the power of your grace. We are not going to pretend. Can I tell you something? When you aren't um, transparent before the Lord, when you feel like all your life has got to be lined up in this perfect little list and all of these little things, and you can't be real honest and you always got the answer, even though we war against principalities, Come on now. Even though we war against demons of darkness, come on now. That love to keep us in cycles of unforgiveness. That love to keep us in spaces and places. My God, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel your grace. I feel your grace this morning. My God, it is a deception for you to be so super strong. It's a deception for you to be so super strong. That's a deception. That's how the enemy deceives us. Oh, my God. My God. My God. One of my most liberating. I'm going to say this again. One of the most liberating places. That, and liberating moments that ever happened for me. Was when I said, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay, God. I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with where where I am. I'm not I'm not okay. I'm just not okay. But I know you're gonna make me okay. Ooh, I feel this. My So whatever it is, just release it. Re- release it. Release it. God does not, he's been dealing with me this late lately. I did not create you guys to live as robots. My God, release it. Maybe something didn't happen in the time that you expected it to. Oh my God, my God, come on now. Release it, like release it, release it to him. Talk to your father in heaven about how you're feeling so that you can receive the grace you need for whatever the situation is. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm strong. I'm the no, release it. Cause it's can I show you something? It's probably showing up somewhere else that you're not good. Woo! 
can I can I be real? It's probably showing up someone somewhere else that you're not good. So it's nothing when you when you exchange the pain for grace. Oh my God, that's how you heal. That's how you find strength. I'm gonna say that one more time. When you exchange the pain for grace, ooh, not murmuring, not complaining. My God, when you exchange the weary for grace, when you exchange the worry for grace, when you exchange the confusion for grace, my God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you, Father God. We receive the grace today. We receive the grace today and we receive the peace, my God, that comes with your grace today. We receive your power today. We receive your supernatural strength today. My God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We receive the grace today. We're going to do our confessions first today. I hear the Holy Spirit. We're going to go ahead and lift ourselves up in our confessions right now. Father God, we receive fresh grace today. We bring all our disappointments to you. We bring anger. We bring confusion. Father God, forgive us for not allowing you to handle the circumstances and situations in our life. Forgive us, Father God, for dwelling. Forgive us for not casting down wicked thoughts and imaginations, anything that exalts itself, my God. And we release, my God, disappointment today. Ooh, come on now. Ooh, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for this. Thank you, Lord God. My God. My God. So let me just give you a definition for disappointment. Disappointment is sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Ooh. So when you expect something to happen a particular way or you expect people to even with people, you you hope and pray people would be a certain way towards you or you expect certain things out of a relationship and those things that they don't happen. Right. Or even you might have expected my God, God to move in your life in a particular way. And it has not moved. He's not moved. Right. You may not have seen the healing. You may not have seen like those things like. There's a scripture that says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Ooh, come on now. Wait, come on now. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, right? That's what it says. And so if we don't catch ourselves and recognize it, and because this, the little robot syndrome has us operating like, I, can, I t can I just give you a little bit of my testimony? Um, I remember one time I was sitting in Starbucks and this was getting close to the end of the season for my husband to make his transition from this earth, right? From this earth to his heavenly place. And the therapist that I was seeing at the time, um, and I am a firm believer when you're dealing with someone in a chronic medical crisis that you need to see somebody. You need, y'all probably need some help 
um, met those situations just become overwhelming and consuming. Um, and I am a full believer in faith in the word. My faith is on full. I know that the word works, but I had to have someone help me through the process. Well, before I was, uh, really, I, I was seeing someone, but I really hadn't had breakthrough yet. Right. And what therapists help you do, I don't know who this is going to help or, a Christian counselor, they help you see things that you may not see, right? And so my therapist had said to me at this place and point, and this is your kids as well, kids who have to deal with parents who are in chronic illness and chronic sickness and chronic disease. It affects absolutely everybody. Chronic illness, chronic disease affects your mental. You will not even recognize how much it affects you or affects your mental. So, um, or affects you mentally. It's just like, um, just different climates and different seasons. I told one of my teacher friends the other day, I said, this summer, you're going to have to learn how to manage your mental health because you guys have been in a different school situation, right? Oh, that's so good. Mama Jeanette, keeping busy. So you don't acknowledge the disappointment. Oh, there's, I'm going to, in our ladies Bible study group, I'm going to post something, a meme, just share with me on the different ways that we deal with trauma that are not healthy for us, right? And I was, I was keeping busy. I had a, ooh, thank you, Father God. I had a, um, um, I had a circumstance, I just was keeping busy. I had some lines of pretending like I was okay. Um, and it wasn't that I was trying to live outside of faith because I'm very big about what comes out my mouth. But what was happening was I was lying and deceiving myself. By the, through the word, acting as a robot, right? And so I remember going into Starbucks and a friend of mine from high school, I think God just can instrumentally use people in strange places. And we had run into their, each other there a couple of times and I broke from the house because my therapist told me, she was like, you need to go just spend some time to yourself. You need to spend some time outside the house, right? So um, I went to Starbucks and I was sitting there and I was just kind of reading and I was kind of sitting there and my friend looked at me and he said, how you doing? And I said to him, I'm good. You know, I'm good. The Lord is good. You know, quoting all the, the different things, right? Quoting all the different things. And he looked at me and he said again, he said, now how you really doing? Like how you really, how are you really, really doing? Well, my stoic quote comment uh, all of the stuff that I was saying that I thought was full of faith, um, that, that comment didn't allow me to receive the grace. Oh, come on now. It didn't allow me to receive the grace. It, it didn't allow me to receive the grace trying to be in a position or a place to pretend like this thing that we were going through that when the doctor told, um, told us that my husband's liver was failing. Um, can I be real? Like not having to not, not knowing how to reach out for support, not really necessarily having the support I needed in the season, not knowing how to reach out for support, right? Not knowing myself how to reach out for support, right? Not knowing myself how to tap into the people around me that were most strong, like not really knowing how to do that, not knowing how to be vulnerable and transparent. But for some reason, that one little comment, those, those little words right there. How are you really doing? Broke something inside of me. It broke something inside of me. Like it broke something. Like it said, whew, like, 
it broke something inside of me. And I looked at him and I said, I'm not okay. And he said, that's what I know. Because he went to high school with us. He, he went to high school with us. He said, that's what I know. I know you're not okay. You can't be okay with losing your husband. You can't be okay with where y'all are right now. You can't be okay with where you are financially. And it doesn't mean I murmur. It doesn't mean I complain. But I'm not going to live life like some little stoic, hardened robot, scripted, scripted for the word of God, but not living the word of God, not experiencing the victory. Oh my God. So I just begin to say, I said, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm not good with this. I'm not good with where things are right now, right? I'm not good with, I didn't even realize yesterday I didn't even real not yesterday. I didn't even realize until a few years ago, maybe a year or two after my husband died, how much being in the medical crisis had impacted our family, right? Had overwhelmed us, had consumed us. But we think victory in Christ Jesus. Oh my God, this is a word for somebody today. It's blessing me. We think victory in Christ Jesus is always having the right thing to say at the right time and we as women especially right men may not just talk but we as women as far as having the right thing to say at the right time i think we probably are worse at it oh my god i think we're worse at it because we don't want to seem flawed we don't want to seem like a failure we don't want to seem like we don't trust god my god it's not that you don't trust god you like the man when he was like, I do believe. Lord, I just need you to help me with your unbelief. It's not that you don't trust God. It's not that you're not trying to live in victory in Christ Jesus. It's just things happen in our life. And when things happen in our life, especially things that are unexplainable or things that are overwhelming, right? We don't know how to receive the grace. Nobody has really taught us properly to receive the grace. Let me give you that scripture again. My God. My God, my God, my God, my God. When we see Paul here, come on now. When we see Paul here, see for me, Paul is in the most vulnerable state. He didn't try to act like he wasn't in pain. Ooh. He didn't try to act like he was all good. That ain't what Paul did. He said three times, Ooh, my God, I begged the Lord to make the suffering go away. My God. But he replied, oh, my kindness is all you need. My grace is all you need. My power is strongest when you are weak. So if Christ keeps giving me his power, then guess what? I'm going to boast and brag on how weak I am. <laughs> I'm glad to be weak or insulted or mistreated or to have sufferings if it's for Christ. Because when I'm weak... Come on now. I'm strong. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're not gonna love, we no longer gonna brag or boast in ourselves. We're gonna lay all our disappointments, all our frustration, all our anger, all our confusion, all our worry at the altar again. Well, Lakeisha, I just, what if I. I just keep talking to him about the same thing. That's okay. Keep submitting it to him. One day, 
You're going to submit it there and it's not going to come back up with you. Come on now. One day you're going to submit it there. One day you're going to be broken before him. One day you're going to be prostrate before him. One day you're going to be overwhelmed. One day you're going to be consumed. One day you're going to lay down on your face before him. And you're going to get it back. You're going to get back up. And you're going to feel the weight of his glory instead of feeling the pressure of your problem. Woo! Come on now. This morning, exchange the pressure of your problem for the weight of his glory. Oh, my God. You're going to get up and you're not going to feel the pressure of the problem. You're going to feel the weight of his glory. Oh, my, 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 my. Father God, we receive an exchange of everything we've been burdened with today. And exchange of everything that's been in our hearts. Everything that's been mulling around in our head. And all the mind battles. And all the satanic plots and thoughts. And everything that's been consuming us. And when we have felt like we are not enough. When we felt overwhelmed. When we felt consumed. When we felt worried. When we felt stressed out, Lord God, and we didn't know how to relieve the stress, Lord God, and when my God, when we've been anxious, Lord God, my God, we just lay those down before you this morning. Here you go, Father. Here's my disappointment. Here's my frustration. Here's my anxiety. Here's my worry. Here's poor health. Here's my marriage. Here's my kids. Here's this ministry you've given me. Here's the business. I'm laying it all at your feet. Woo! So can I tell you something? Imagine if you were laying it at his feet while he was still on the cross. Just, just for a second. If you were laying it at his feet while he was still on the cross. And the blood dripped down. Because <laughs> that's what he's doing. Washing away all your sins. Washing away all your mistakes. You are covered in the blood. Just He's, gonna he's getting ready to get the power in three days. He's coming back with the keys. But imagine when he goes, he's taking everything with you. <laughs> Just imagine that he's snatching everything that you've carried. That's it for this long. We are laying it at your feet this morning, Lord God. We are not going to be go 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 governed. We are not going to be governed. We are not going to be governed. We are laying this. At your feet this morning. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. That cleanses us. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. That washes us. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. That rinses us. And makes us whole. Oh my God I thank you. My God I thank you. I receive goodness. I receive grace. I receive mercy. 
I receive your love. I receive a fresh anointing. I thank you, Lord God. Your word is in my thoughts. I'm thinking only on those things that are lovely, pure, and of good report. I thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. I thank you, Lord God, that there is no circumstance or no situation that's greater than you. I thank you, Lord God, for how you restore us, how you heal us, how you cleanse us. My God, I thank you for your glory. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. We thank you, Lord God. <laughs> we give you all the disappointment. Father God, we thank you. We are not overwhelmed with distractions. Jesus, we thank you for mm, your peace. Because remember, in his presence is the fullness of joy. So we thank you and receive the fullness of joy today. My God, we thank you for fresh grace. We thank you for fresh mercy. We are surrendering all our disappointments to you today. Every disappointment. And whatever way you felt disappointment, why don't you write it? Like, you don't have to write it in the comments. You can put it in some paper. You can speak that disappointment out your mouth. God already knows where you're disappointed. Lord, I'm disappointed because I don't feel like this happened at this time. I'm disappointed because I trusted. I trust. I trusted people. Like, we trust people and sometimes they don't work out. Lord, I'm disappointed and things that have happened in some of my relationships. I'm whatever it is. Like, just be for real. Just lay it. My God. Lay it at his feet this morning. And release it. And then with this also comes forgiveness. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe you're disappointed because you didn't get the job. Or you didn't get the promotion. Maybe you're disappointed in a relationship you've had and it doesn't look like what you thought, right? Maybe you're disappointed in some things that you've done. Maybe you're disappointed in some things that your husband, your kids have done. Maybe, maybe you're disappointed in yourself. But guess what? He took care of all that. He took care of all that. He took care of all that. And if you're, if you're willing and you bring it again to him today, guess what? You can receive the grace you need. You can receive the love you deserve. Ooh, you can experience the presence and the power of God like never, ever before. Like never before. You don't have to lay in disappointment. You don't have to live in disappointment. That's not the kind of God we serve. Oh, my God. Lord, we thank you that nothing stands in the way of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, my, 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 my. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is so different today. 
This is so different than I had planned today. But can I tell you something? He's removing those stony things from our heart. Those things that harden us. Those things that, remember, we're, we're learning to become more like him. We're learning to be in his image. There, there was some most pressurized moments between Jesus and God. Woo! When he would be praying. When he was... He knew his time had come to fulfill what he needs to feel fulfilled on the cross. There was some most pressurized, pressurized moments. Jesus was praying and said, That's why there's there's no temptation. There's nothing that we've been through that God that he hasn't experienced. When he was on the Mount of Olives, he knelt down and prayed. He said, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will. Yet not my will. Yet not my will, but your will be done. This is how powerful this scripture says next. It's Luke 22 and 42. It says, then an angel from heaven, come on y'all, appeared to him and strengthened him. Woo! My God, my God, my God. <laughs> My, 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 my. It says, then an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Oh, my, 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 my. My God. Hebrews 1 and 14 says, are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Oh, my God. Lord, we've been trying to get strength in our words, saying all the right things. When our strength and power we've needed has been in you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And in anguish, can I just read it to you a little bit more? It says, and in anguish. He prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling to the ground. When Jesus rose from prayer and returned to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. <laughs> and he said, why are you sleeping? Woo! This is speaking such volumes to me. Why are you sleeping? All, all of the, all the vices, that we use to deal with our disappointment, to deal with our hurt, to deal with our pain. Woo! Why are you sleeping? It says he found them asleep. Come on, y'all. Exhausted from sorrow. Woo! My God. He says, why are you sleeping? He asked, 
Get up and pray. Ooh, my, 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 my. Ooh, I got to go. What a word this morning. Why are you sleeping? What? Why are you eating? <laughs> whatever your look, whatever the vice is. Ooh, my, 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 my. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for revelation in your word. Thank you for breakthroughs. He says, why are you sleeping? <laughs> he said, get up and pray so that you will not enter into temptation. And I hear the Lord saying, get up and pray. <laughs> like, get up and pray. They were exhausted from sorrow. Come on, y'all. The sorrow was getting the best of them. Oh, my God. So can I tell you what sorrow is? Ooh, I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit this morning. Sorrow is a feeling of deep distress caused by loss, disappointment, or other misfortune suffered by oneself or others. Ooh. And here it is, Jesus telling them, because they were asleep, exhausted from sorrow. I never paid attention to that before. They didn't just fall asleep. They were asleep because they were exhausted from disappointment. Woo! They were asleep because they were exhausted from so the disappointment, the sorrow, the grief was wearing them out. And it was taking them into a state of sleep. Oh, my, 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 my. It was taking them, my God, instead of praying, instead of trusting God with their grief, instead of trusting God with their disappointment, instead of trusting God with their sorrow. Oh, my God. For some of us, can I tell you what that might look like? It might look like a drink. It might look like a drink. It might look like when sorrow comes in, when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm consumed, when I'm... Oh, I just need to have a drink. Been there. Done that. <laughs> Been there. Done that. Doesn't work. Doesn't fix it. Doesn't help it. For some of us, it may look like being a workaholic. Been there, done that. Doesn't fix it. Doesn't, it doesn't fix it. It doesn't, it doesn't fix it. Being in isolation, not because God is growing you. Even in isolation, he brings you your people. Absolutely, there'll be people to feed you. There'll be it, been there, done it. Sorrow will have you exhausted. <laughs> how, you man, how you manage your sorrow. You've never learned how to manage it another way. <laughs> Don't really know how to get the proper help. 
Because you've just been kind of living like a robot, even in the things of God. Even in the things of God. I think sometimes that's the worst mechanism. Not really living the word of God. Not full of the word. Right? Because when I'm full of, full of his pre presence, it's going to be expressed in my life. The joy is going to be evident in my life. The peace is going to be evident in my life. The rest is going to be evident in my life. Evident in my life. Woo! And sorrow is not going to take over my heart when I'm full of his presence. So can we examine ourselves today? <laughs> it says he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping, he asked. Get up and pray so that you will not enter into temptation. Mama, mama, mama. So you can't afford not to bring this circumstance or situation to God. You can't afford, you can't afford it. You, you can't afford to not bring him your disappointment. You can't afford to continue to operate as a robot. You can't afford to not bring him your sorrow, your pain. You see Jesus in the garden, in sorrow, overwhelmed, consumed, baby, talking to his daddy. Basically saying, I know what you asked me to do, but it's so hard. I know what you require of me, but it's not easy. But your will be done. So, Lord, we release our disappointments to you today. We release our sorrow. And these are the areas that you, can I tell you what I hear in my spirit? These are the areas that you just won't bring, you don't let him touch. You won't let him touch it. Like you just keep managing it. You just keep going around it. You just keep walking like you don't exist. Well, I don't want to murmur and I don't want to complain. That is deeper than that. This about you and your father and your garden moment having a real conversation with him even if it's about yourself. This deeper than that. This deeper than that. So you won't fall into temptation. That's it. Let's get our confessions in. Oh, my God. If you are new to the devotional, whew, whew, I felt the release. I felt the breakthrough. I felt the release. I felt the breakthrough for my own, y'all, for my own disappointments. <laughs> for my own disappointments. For my own sorrow. For the own places and things that I've yet to let him touch. My God. Trying to manage them on my own. 
when I need his grace, when I need his sufficiency. Oh, my God. When I need to exchange the pain for his glory. Oh, my God. When I need to exchange his pain, this pain for the glory. My God. So if you are new to the devotional, one of the things that we do at some point in the devotional is confess the word of God over our lives. The reason that we are confessing the word of God is because we are replacing our thoughts, our mindset, the thing in our hearts that do not line up with the word of God. Every time we confess the word of God, he gives us fresh revelation of who he is, who we are to him, and what our mind should look like in the mind of Christ so that we don't ever want to negate confessing the word of God. Well, Lakeisha, I don't understand all the confessions. Good, I gave you an assignment. Take each confession, take each scripture, write it out, look up the meaning of the words, Ask the Holy Spirit to show you why this is important in your life. Don't forsake the learning. <laughs> Don't forsake the learning. Don't forsake the learning. The scripture tells us to study to show ourselves approved. Don't forsake the learning. <laughs> That's one of the biggest, well, our biggest problem as believers. We don't spend it, we spend a whole lot of time quoting. We spend a whole lot of time, woo, woo, woo. That's what the word of God is saying. But having true, no, no true revelation. That's why I think last night, week, God told us to mind our own business. And we need to continue to mind our own business. So that we can see victory in the word ourselves. So that people can eat off our tree. What are you feeding people? What can people eat off you? My God. My God. Spending so much time managing other people's soils and in other people's gardens and in other people's business. And we are a hot mess. We are a wreck in some places. We've not received the fullness of this for ourselves. So every time we quote the scripture, we're learning to manage ourselves in the word and not nothing else. So don't forsake, don't forsake getting to the revelation. Don't forsake going one scripture at a time. Small bites still equal a meal. You're not in a rush. You're not in comparison to someone else. It doesn't matter that you're just starting. It doesn't matter that you're just getting out the gate. It doesn't matter that you do. It doesn't matter if you're just learning to do this. Oh, my God. Because nobody ever taught you this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. So let's get our confessions on our lips. Let's reprogram our minds. Let's reprogram our hearts. Let's receive the abundance of God's grace today. Oh, my God. Jesus, you're our high priest. Holy Spirit, you are our advocate. God, you are our father. Ooh, and we thank you. 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 And, and minding our own business is hard for all of us who feel like our assignment is to be the helper. Lord, forgive me. The Holy Spirit is the helper. Oh, that's powerful. That's hard for all of us who feel like we call to be the helper. I am not the helper. The Holy Spirit is help. Holy Spirit, you are. forgive me for trying to take over your job, Holy Spirit, and being the helper. Lord, you don't need no help. 
You need me to tend to my own garden? You need me to deal with the things in my heart? Come on now. You didn't ask me to be your helper. Holy Spirit is the helper. <laughs> Woo! My God, Holy Spirit is the comforter. Holy Spirit, my God, wow. My God, my God. Holy Spirit is the helper. Holy Spirit is comforter. Holy Spirit is teacher. Holy Spirit is advocate. I'm going to teach you and show you what I don't have down packed myself. Ooh, come on now. My God, Lord God, I thank you for this pruning today. It's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. It's not easy. But thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. My God, to the hope who you've called us to be in Christ Jesus and your revelation knowledge of your word. Woo! My God. Yeah, me too, Courtney. I'm deciding I'm going to mind my own business. I am not the helper. Let's get our confessions in. Woo! That's, that's good for me. I'm not the helper. Even as a teacher, even as a woman in the gospel, even as I'm called to preach, I'm anointed to announce, I'm still not the helper. <laughs> I'm still not the helper. I'm not your help. I may have an assignment. I might be in position. I mean, the Holy Spirit still has to become your helper. Oh, my God. Because if not, you more, can I, can I just tell you what I feel? Can I speak about spirit? Because if not, I'm really wanting you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I really want you to be more dependent on me than I want you to be dependent on Holy Spirit. I really want you to come to me for all the answers and your help. When you really need dependency of Holy Spirit, I need to lead you to Holy Spirit. I need you to see, see examples of how important Holy Spirit is, how you need a relationship with Holy Spirit, how he works in my life. I'm not the helper. Not the helper. Holy Spirit. And if I'm always your helper, if I'm because of my own issues of needing people to be dependent upon me. I'm just using that as an example. Then if I'm always your helper, Holy Spirit doesn't ever get to be what he's called to be to you. Lord, I thank you, Father God. Holy Spirit is a helper. Holy Spirit, even as a teacher, even as a leader, even as a community advocate, even as a mother, my God, even as a friend, even as a sister, Holy Spirit is helper. Even as a wife, Holy Spirit is helper, not we ourselves. Let's get our confessions in so we can get out of here. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. And we dropped the link to the confessions on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Woo! I've been, I've died and been raised with Christ and I'm seated in heavenly places. I'm dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, but every tongue that rises against me in judgment I shall show to be in the wrong. I prosper in everything I put my hand to. I have prosperity in all of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. 
as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things that he offers me. I don't speak negative things. I'm purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. I never bind a brother or sister with the words of my mouth. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I am slow to speak, quick to hear, and slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I will study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired or grow weary when I study the word, pray, minister, or praise God. But I'm alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give away all the time. I cast my care on the Lord, for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. I do not fear. I am not guilty. I am not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh, and I'm a spiritual man, and I'm judged by no one. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues and interpretation of tongues, the working of miracles, discerning of spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, healing, and prophecy. I walk in the Spirit all the time. I have been set free. I'm free to love, to worship, to trust with no fear of rejection or being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. Let me back up to that. You can love and worship and trust with no fear of rejection or being hurt when you deal with your disappointments with people. You can still put yourself out there to love again because you know God will give you the grace for every relationship. Woo! I catch the enemy and all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose whether to believe the word of God. Work is good. I enjoy work. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence, making the most of all my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility and I rise to every responsibility in Jesus. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. I lay hand on the sick and they recover. I have a teachable spirit. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do and I get where I'm going on time. I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed of God for ministry. I'm an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in me. My husband is a wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He makes godly decisions. All my children have lots of Christian friends and God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the word of God. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the word of God. All my household are blessed in their deeds. Blessed when we come in and when we go out. 
and all that I own is paid for. I know, owe no man nothing but to love him. Woo! Thank you for refreshing us. Thank you for restoring us. Thank you for grace. Thank you for the helper. Thank you for our comforter. Thank you for our advocate. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Now two things. If the Lord places it on your heart, <laughs> go over to the website, click on the link LakeishaMJohnson.com and you can give and donate there. Father God, I thank you for all of those who partner with us. I cover them in the blood of Jesus today. I thank you, Lord God, that you would give seed to the sower. I thank you, Lord God, that more fruit will abound to their account. I thank you for your glory and your grace being known throughout their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Lord, we will not be wise. Do not be wise in your own eyes where your finances are concerned. Consult the Lord about your finances as well. He'll show you. For those of you that want to be able to give and you're like, I don't know how I can give. He'll show you. He'll show you where that it may start small. I used to give 67 cents a dollar. Just ask him. Don't abort it and be like, well, when I get more, I'll give. No, honor the Lord in the first fruits of all your substance, your tithe, your offering, your everything. Honor the Lord in that and he will honor you. My second thing to you is if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it ain't never too late, baby. Woo! If you need a fresh start, it ain't never too late, baby. If it's been a long time since you've been in church and you've been kind of disconnected, it ain't never too late, baby. <laughs> Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And the word says, the word, not Lakeisha. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.